Hey, yeah, they came for Justin pretty tough, man. They did. I that's think, fucked I think up. Cause his looks so shitty. I mean, they look shitty, but that's fucked up. People want to. People want to want to come for him. He's from fucking Canada. Yeah, the 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 yardy life is real up it there. It is up yeah. there, and they fucking with him. Yeah. And people want to front on. They him. don't know his life. They don't. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, I, I, think, I, I know black folk like black folk put a whole lot of shit into hair. Nah, like fuck that. And shit. it's like okay, the whole bitches, black women getting credit for braids and white bitches getting. I mean, white I bitches getting credit for, for yeah, braids. You know what? Like mm-hmm. if it's a credit thing, this is about to be crazy. If it's a credit thing, I don't give. A, I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't. I don't, need, I don't, I don't need, give a fuck about what Vogue thinks of, or any magazine thinks that's hot anyway. I Shit's been hot. Since we were born, my, when my mom put the cornrows in my head, they were the shit. So I, I don't give a fuck about nobody else. Whether Kim Kardashian has straight backs, yeah, fuck that. I don't give a fuck. But like, there's when there's true appropriation of culture. I think worrying about shit like hair is dumb. Like when, uh, never mind. I can't. It doesn't have to be this all-out war and protest. That it doesn't. It's just a if simple you reminder look dumb that as fuck with locks, Justin. Go have at it, be go. But fuck that. How about people do a little research and figure out where he's from? Right. And then figure out how strong the West Indian community is up there. Right. And then I, I give him the bit. I'm the one that give him the bit. Because T-Dot is many Ocho Rios for real. <laughs> right. It really is. It's like give him a little bit of, uh, I, I give him a little credit. I'm not going to be the first person to jump out there and say, yeah, hey, you're you know, you fucking with you're the culture. culture vulture. Nah, I'm not even. It's not even a credit thing. Give, get off his nut. Give him. How about <clears throat> don't care from yeah. over there? Yo, people care. If you way don't too care much. from over there, then he'll keep doing his thing. You'll keep living your life, and, and you'll, you'll realize be happy. his hair don't have shit to do with you. Nothing. Not, not a, at all. Not a damn thing. This shit ain't gonna get you your raise. No. no. That shit ain't gonna. It but ain't you know what? We're dealing with we're dealing pregnant. with a bunch of attention whores who need clicks to their sites. So. It ain't gonna stop your dick from burning. Whoa, oh, wait. Hey. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? That's where that just went so all the far. way out. What the fuck? I don't even know what train that was on. What are you doing today, man? That You're was home. the Marv line. <laughs> that, was- that wasn't any line that I'm familiar with in the, the DMV. <laughs> That's not the red, the green. That was the mauve line. God, oh. that should take you from Hagerstown to. <laughs> Did you say mauve? Mauve. What's that? It's a blushy pink type color. <laughs> that would definitely be the line that take you to Hagerstown. That would take you smooth from Hagerstown to St. Mary's. <laughs> That's a completely different train. We sit here having a civilized conversation, and from the left, <laughs> dick burning just come out. Like, I don't expect to hear dick burning on a <laughs> on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah, not any day really, no. but especially today. C major, get I yourself mean, together. Got your dick burning up. Oh, well, on a Sunday. We were talking about locks. <laughs> we were. <laughs> he said your dick still gonna be burning. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Oh, it's a lot of cat. Like cats need to hear. We reaching. We reaching people. You saw the stats. We reaching people. B. We got an audience. We got an Somebody, audience. One of those, those eighty-eight people. Dick is burning. <laughs> <laughs> one of you ain't hear me. I said your baby mother still gonna be pregnant. Your dick still gonna be still gonna be burning. So that means you hit her raw and your dick is burning. Oh God, a seed. That's a terrible fucking day. 
But I'ma go ahead and show some love to this artist we got bumping. We got the, the one of the best female MCs I know out there. Quay track is in my eyes, produced by Tony Trouble. And man, this is this is a dope little jam right here. Quay, keep this up. This is gonna be the fucked up show. We keep it everything. Don't edit a motherfucking thing. Don't edit none of this shit. People need to know what kind of fucking engineer you are. You asshole. I couldn't. You know what? It's a lot. Straight. A lot has gone on today. That symbolized everything. Right. He puts the deuce into producing. Absolutely. It's real shit, man. I can't be the damn technology <laughs> and be the man that work. I, I could work it. Man, and this cut is so dope. And you interrupted it with that shit. But I didn't even press a button. Y'all ain't even understand what's going on over here. It's so, you know what? It's just so indicative of what's going on. It, it tells the story. It tells the story. Yes, it does. Shout out to Kool Quay. My man, Cody Trouble. <laughs> Man, welcome to another episode of Reels and Feels. We're gonna try to get this shit together. Oh jeez. Cause it's been a it's been an interesting day for us, but we're not gonna get into all the details. No. Trust is been not about us. It's about y'all. It's about y'all. It's about providing y'all with some content, and that's what we're here to do. So I'm your host, T Greasy, and our co-host. Janelle. And our engineer. <clears throat> oh jeez. Is that what we're calling him today? Engineer Nair. <laughs> no feel. extra, no ord, just Nair. <laughs> He's Nair. But that, that jingle was sounding tight, though. Yeah. You you working you off old shit. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <You did. laughs> that week is over, B. <laughs> yeah, one one successful week. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> You walk around thinking, yeah, that, that joint did numbers because of that. me. I'm good. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I'm looking at the stats. Oh, boy. Y'all just need to put some respect on my name. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Should have never gave on these. Or exactly. What's going on today, Miss Miss Janelle? Uh, you know what? I don't even, I don't even know. Mm. My thing is this. What What the hell is that? What, <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> What are you doing? I don't know. Just a drum beat is on? Like, what are we... I don't understand what, what he's doing today. I, I, I don't even know why I'm here. I we want... going, we, we, we talking about... I want my mom. <laughs> I want my mom. I'm out of here. We, we, you know what? Was, what's crazy is that uh, Mother's Day is coming up. Mother's Day is fast approaching. And we're going to talk about mothers. We should. It makes sense. Absolutely. And any mothers out there listening, this episode is dedicated to you. Uh, any people out there with mothers. That, that would be is, most people. This one is dedicated to you, too. Sorry, okay. I've been drinking. Okay. Let's get into let, let's Let's talk about mothers yeah, for a yeah, second. Yeah. T-Greasy. Mm-hmm. What's one of the most powerful things you've learned from your mother? One of the most powerful things... I've learned from my mother is how yes. to communicate. Oh, okay. And and not necessarily, you know, saying that she has a great way of communicating, mm-hmm. but just I've learned 
you know, from my interactions with her, how not to communicate with the people. Sometimes I that's love. the best lesson. Absolutely. And I know that it's not something that she does intentionally. Like she doesn't start out her communications with ill intent. Okay. But a lot of times she may come across uh as passive aggressive in tone. And I learned to be bigger than that in a lot of our interactions. And then I also am very mindful of how I speak to uh, the people around me. Okay. I do carry, a, you know, a large hint of sarcasm. I do get that from her. So in, in ways I can be a little bit of a, a asshole in, mm-hmm. that res- in that respect. But for the most part, I try to keep in mind who I'm talking to and how things sound. Okay. See, Major, I'm going to give you a minute. I'm going to give you... The opportunity to redeem yourself. Here we go. I want to involve you on a level that I'm you're not fucking you things now, up. He's gonna fail. Oh boy. What What's one of the most valuable things that you've learned from your mother? How to treat these bitches. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't resist the opportunity to fuck it up when y'all put so much pressure oh on me to fuck God. it up. But um, no, I definitely. One um, influence she's had on me would be <laughs> finances. Oh, okay. And that's basically because she's definitely showed me what to do, mm-hmm. but she's definitely showed me and told me what not to do. Okay. Fuck these bitches. <laughs> oh, jeez. And with that, with my finances in order, I'm now able to move things around, get my ducks in order, and I can fuck these bitches. Um. To the mothers who might be listening. <laughs> this is starting out all wrong. This is starting out all wrong. Um, the use of bitch to today is due to the fact that, that Greasy has been drinking and ho, 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 ho. and C major is he's chickened up, which has the same effect as liquor. <laughs> um he's consumed a lot he of wings. Did O D on the wings, bro. He did a lot with the chicken. So please excuse the use of bitch. Um, that's not where we're trying to go. No, that's not where we're. Tra- I, I'm not. sorry. I do I'm apologize. I'm sorry. I love you, bitches. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's go. Let's get Let's it. Go. I don't even know if I want it right now. <laughs> honestly, being the only sober person on the scene, I'm, I'm not sure that I want. I'm this. all in. No, seriously. Let's get it. Let's go. We about to what did you out. learn from your mother? Um, I learned a lot about myself. From my mother The best piece of advice That my mother ever gave me the, the the piece of knowledge That I keep with me She told me when I was a young lady um, Trying to do things That I saw my peers doing She said you know what You're going to be old A lot longer than you're going to be young mm. Enjoy your childhood Soak it up Savor it and then I saw a lot of young ladies wear themselves out by the time we were seniors <laughs> in high school. And I don't mean, like, <laughs> I mean, in the sense of they had experienced everything and that was the best time of their life. Oh, yeah. And they as had a, nothing to look forward they to. They have nothing to look forward to. And as a person who's been an adult about as much time as I was a quote unquote child and knowing how much more I've still got going for me. I appreciate that piece of advice because I enjoyed every minute of my childhood and that set me up to be in a position to really appreciate my adulthood. Nice. That's yeah. real, That's good that you actually took from that because a lot of people hear that shit. They're yeah. like, fuck that. 
I'm about no, to go shoot up know. with this heroin. Oh, what? 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 Jump off this motherfucking plane. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of, wow, what kind of savage kids? <laughs> what kind what of kind savagery? Of, yeah, what is going on? Oh, I mean, wow. I exaggerated, but you know, <laughs> what are you millennials dealing with? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, they did. But that's something I appreciate. One of one of my big regrets, though, in my dealings with my mother, was I had an asshole season, um, which was pretty. It was about thirteen, about thirteen to eighteen. Wow, that's a long season. When people think of seasons, it's like quarters, maybe (laughs) a couple of months, three months. I had a strong season of being an asshole. You're still no. using the word season, and I'm trying to explain to you. <laughs> you that had a baseball not... career. Right. <laughs> you literally had the career of a professional athlete at being an asshole. I mean, let's. I, okay, I had, a, I had an man. asshole era. There you go. All right. Jeez. Yeah. And um, it really altered the way that my mother communicated with me, and I didn't find that out until I was an adult. And I, I realized that I stifled the way that she communicates with me. Because my mom has a very bubbly personality and she's all about love and she's all about talking and sharing. And she used to always come at me and, you know, want to talk about my day. You know, where people don't really know their kids. Right. My mother made a strong effort to know me. And I used to hit her with shit like, and you're telling me this because and it would like kind of deflate her mm-hmm. but i didn't realize that it was because she wasn't a type to be like you know it really hurts my feelings when you say that but it really did you know stifle the way that she talked to me so when i got older i would see her interacting with other people and then she get to me and it would fall into small talk almost mm-hmm. and i was like you know and then i stepped to her i was like i'm feeling myself hey mama whoa whoa how come you don't talk to me like how you talk to other people and did she, she hit you with like network talking yeah like- she became real <laughs> Corporate and political, like, like she had a teleprompter when she was fucking with me, and it was all facts. It was who, what, when, where. You like, you know, you know, like, and you, you know, being my homegirl, you've talked to my mother, and Absolutely. like, she'll politic with you, and it be all smiles and chilling. She look at me, and today's weather will be, you know what I mean? And I'm like, damn, ma, and like everything. Oh, she'll set it off. She'll come with the caveat. I'm telling you this to inform you that such and such and such. And, such. So, and I'm like. What but you didn't explain why. But I had built that in her during my asshole era. I was being stupid and not taking advantage of the type of communication I could have had with her. And when she finally broke that down with me, you know, it really changed our dynamic in my adulthood. CC major, what what she's uh, leaving out of this equation is that you would bring some news to Janelle during her asshole era. <laughs> Say you did something exciting, something you're proud of doing. Like, oh, I cut this track. It was yeah. dope. The studio was hot. Everything was Had going. Had the auto tune popping on it. Popping and the, and Janelle would look at you with the straightest of faces and say, "You're telling me this because why do I care? And what uh, is that supposed and to? And what mean is to it me? supposed to mean to me?" Uh, and that's how that's how people would end up. That's right. how people would end up. So I can see I can see your mom cop and please I'm informing you. Yeah. I can see her yeah. talking to you as if she's writing a prompt. Yeah, she's talking to me in prompt format. Yes. Yeah. So and and she had a lot of things going on during that section of my adolescence. You know, she she achieved a lot of things. She got some really dope jobs. She acquired some really dope degrees. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there being a fucker, 
And man, yeah, I'm surprised that my lips aren't twelve times the size. Like she I, really had a lot of cause to hit me in my mouth. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, route. I'm really proud of your mother for not raging against you. Yeah, in that yeah. way, because. I have a feeling a couple of things might have been thrown at my head if I responded mm. that way. Yeah, oh, yeah. not even by my mother. Yeah, my, if my like dad would have came out of nowhere and just stole mm. me in my chest, oh, yeah. okay. yeah. oh. <laughs> it would have been. <laughs> There's so much pain his in his voice. His demo. Oh man. There's so much pain in his voice. Because once you get stolen in your chest, <laughs> oh hey, yeah, hold yeah. on, hold on. I don't mean, don't talk like right. that shit. Like I can agree. Like I know nothing about. I don't know anything about getting stolen in the chest. <laughs> I know that stolen in the chest life. My mom, she wasn't a violent woman, but one day I tried her on a level that was inappropriate, and um, she punched me in my sternum. And <laughs> She made my shoulders touch. And there's still a little crease. There's still, still a little crease. So what you don't know about Mrs. Drakeford is sweet and as cuddly and bubbly as she is, she got a mean two-piece. Mama, mom, Dr. Mom's two-piece is mean. Like she, She's a professor right now, and... and you know, you people don't want to step her. to her. <laughs> you, you really don't want to step to her. She I looks very her. distinguished. She got she, the cannabis power. Joe, yeah, I'm telling you, she really. And I've been about five, six inches taller than my mom since I was like 16. Um, I don't want to see them hands. Well, I don't want that work. She's quick, too. Yeah, she yeah. looks like she's quick. She know how to bob no, and she's weave. Still, yeah. She's still quick. Yeah. You yeah. don't want that problem. Mm-mm. I don't want that at all. So I do feel you on this. The stealing in the chest But I think my punishment Was a lot worse That I missed out On that time with her Oh yeah Yeah, yeah. definitely I think um, That kind of reminds me Of an incident That happened with my mother And I That if it didn't happen We wouldn't be In a better place But it had to happen mm-hmm. You know It's one of those Blow up moments That had to happen So that you can come out Of it on the other end And say Oh Okay mm-hmm. uh, And have that Aha moment If you will uh, <clears throat> I was fresh out of I just moved out of the house um, doing my thing, but my car is still insured in her name mm-hmm. and policy is in her name and things of that nature. So she's calling me uh, once a month, a uh, day before, maybe two days before the payment is due and asking me when can she expect the payment for the car insurance. And oh, this boy. was just every month, the same phone call with a little hint of sarcasm, with a little bit hint of, uh, of, of, of tension, mm-hmm. right? So it became one of those things where I dreaded seeing her name pop up on a caller ID because I don't want to just talk to you because you're looking for something. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I think four months into this uh, new living situation, I'd had enough and I ran upstairs to my room, grabbed my checkbook, wrote out the remaining payments for that policy uh-huh. and drove down to uh, District Heights. Uh-uh. Yeah, it was. It, it was on two wheels. I was on two wheels because it was. We lived in Columbia at the time, so it was, I had to speed out, get to District Heights, uh, roll in the house, go to the kitchen, sit her down. Like here is every single check for the remainder of this policy. You do not have to call me anymore. We don't have to talk. This is it. Don't worry about it. Cash them on that day. Cash them a day before the date. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And I went home. Back to Columbia, chill, you know, not the, well, quite, not quite that fast, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm chilling and 
her name pops up on a caller ID. Well, now I'm incensed because why are you calling me? You have all the checks. There's no reason for you to call me. What do you want? And so I answered the phone. What do you want? I believe you were in the house at that time. That was harsh. Yeah, I was was there for that call. It was tough, but I'd had enough. And it seemed like the only reason she called is she needed something or wanted something or needed something. And I was just frustrated at that point. So I'm like, yo, I don't know what you want from me. Like, why can't you just leave me alone? What I discovered is it was just her way of trying to talk to me. She didn't know how. And she was really trying to reach me any way she knew. She knew I had to make this payment every month. So, so that she was, was a definite call, call she yeah, could make. Yeah, it was a definite call she could make and maybe spark some type of communication. But it really didn't come off that way. And mm-hmm. I had to explain that to her. And we had a really good conversation about it. And one of the things she had to learn and accept was our relationship is not going to be what her relationship is with her mother. Okay. And I had to accept that that's what she wants. And that's what she longs for. And I, while I don't foresee that happening, I have to understand where, where this is coming mm-hmm. from, right? And so, you know, after we had that discussion, it was a good thing. You know, we were able to communicate on a much better level, even about different instances in our lives. Okay. Situations arose. <laughs> It was a little better to talk to her. That squeaky sound effect, that was the sound effect that they had for nagging. (laughs) Oh, boy. So I I was trying to, you know, I was trying to throw something new in there, and that's what they gave me. So I think I'm going to stick to my my top level sound effect. (laughs) I'm scrolling too far down in the app. Uh, I told you he was going to (laughs) fail. Oh man! I told you he was gonna fail. It's just trying. oh, woe is me. That's what I get for chicken. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You can't feed this man chicken. Golly, man. there's no reason. So <laughs> I, I'm away. That's what I'm gonna do. You know, I'm gonna bring C Major back in the conversation. <laughs> yeah, maybe because... he can get his fingers off the goddamn buttons. <laughs> <laughs> because you know you often hear the term daddy's girls and and we often understand that women find themselves mirroring the relationship they have with their father with the relationships that they have later on in their lives with significant others how has your your experience your relationship with your mother shaped the way that you deal with women mm. um good question well um well long time ago when I was a wee little child oh, a wee little he had to a grasshopper. Um, he wasn't my biological grandfather, but he was my grandfather nonetheless. True. He was the grandfather I grew up knowing the the most of, to say the least. I got I was close. Don't to church him. it up. He was your granddaddy. He was your granddaddy, man. That's cool. Let me let me show some love for my granddaddy. <laughs> for your what, daddy? For what? Your what, daddy? <laughs> He was real passionate. <laughs> real passionate about this cracker. <laughs> this cracker shaped like I'm a daddy. To understand this granddaddy that you speak of. <laughs> was this a honey granddaddy? Oh, this man. Was this a teddy granddaddy? He was sitting in the kitchen. Is this, <laughs> is this cracker have a little briefcase? <laughs> 
that young lady my up. grand <laughs> daddy. He said it, it was long. He drug it out. <laughs> Y'all cut me up. I, I'm glad somebody else made a mistake on this motherfucker. We're going to talk about granddaddy. <laughs> me and my teddy granddaddy was in the kitchen. Cinnamon flavor was in the kitchen. That's the truth. <laughs> It was a nice old, it was a nice, I'm pretty sure it was a summer day outside, but it was 86 degrees in the kitchen, because that's how he liked to keep it. <laughs> and, and then, Jerome's more fucking me up. <laughs> and then, he, he, it, I'm not even sure where the conversation comes from, but he tells me, CJ, when you're looking for the love of your life, find a woman as good as your mother, as beautiful as your mother, that will treat you like your mother. And as I grew older, I realized that that was essentially impossible for okay. me to do, especially due to the standards of which, I, you know, the standards that generally most men hold their mother due to the whole edible complex and everything whoa. like that. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's real right. shit, dude. Slow down, That's though. real shit. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Are we say edible or edible? Edible. Edible. I didn't say edible. You know, you can't be this fucking hungry. You can't be. We just fed you. Got an edible complex. We just fucking fed you. You you ate a rack of chicken. You ate a whole lot of chicken. You cannot be this hungry. I'm with you though. Let's stay. Let's stay focused, B. I'm gonna let you talk. So yeah. So he basically told me that I realized that it's something that I essentially can't do because I. Be out here looking forever Or I'll never be satisfied Because there's so many things At which my mother does for me That I can't expect another grown woman To do for me Like to hold her to them same standards And like and So I I only took a part of that with me Okay So I well, took the part of which Me loving a woman as much Or close to my mother If If I can find that love for a woman that was similar to my mother's, then I kind of knew that we may have something. Okay. I, I might not beat and ski. <laughs> you might not. Might, might not. not beat and ski. I think you bring up a good, a good point there because bringing up the the, the mother's love, you got to be really really careful. Oh yeah. When you're a male. And when you're when you're holding your mother up to this complex, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you're so the weakest link today. Uh. How the fuck are you the engineer scratching your beard in, in the, the fucking mic. mic? That shit sounded terrible. And scratching the hard. <laughs> what kind How of you condition your beard? What kind of scotch beard pad beard? What are kind you? of Brillo beard are you working? With? The fuck? Oh man, Slim. Yeah, it's just a little condition. Do me a beard. favor. Do me a favor. After the joint, after we finish recording, go outside clean the. <laughs> Clean the grill with your chin. <laughs> I'm sorry, Greasy. You were making a good point. Let, I was just that. saying that it was really dangerous 
when we have, you know, this, this, I don't know what the complex is. I know that you have a mom's boy, a mama's boy, whatever. There's this other syndrome or complex out there where men uh, worship their mothers in an unnatural <clears throat> way. And they go out and they try to find their mothers. That's the edible. The edible. That's the complex. edible. Oh, that's what he was talking about? <laughs> You were saying. <laughs> I was just saying that it's different. <laughs> it's just, you know, you don't want that Oedipal complex. You really don't. Because it it makes it very difficult for you to find that woman. Because it's not your mother. Your mother loves you the way she loves a child. But I'll say that with a little caveat. Uh-oh. You have some mothers out there that love their sons. Like they want to love the man in their lives, yeah, or the man that's no longer in their lives. That's true. So that's dangerous too. So it's almost like the mother kind of controls how the man is gonna, how their son is going to then <clears throat> respond to love from a female mm-hmm. when they're an adult. And just for the listener, and you know, you correct me because I'm a little shaky on the story, but the at a pool. Complex mm-hmm. comes from the story of Oedipus, right? That it, Oedipus. Oedipus. You, you, you put a strong piss <laughs> on there. It's real pissy. <laughs> yes. So yeah, the story of Oedipus. And long story short, he essentially killed his father, so that he can have so the that love he of can have mother. the love of his mother, the that's real crazy. love, of the his carnal mother. love yes. of his mother. That's so crazy. So that's just to get a grasp of the whole Oedipal complex and everything. Another thing, though, that I think creeps into the mix is that. Sometimes guys have a, a idealized view of their mother, but while they can see the flaws in their mother, they can't respond to them. Mm-hmm. You can't respond to your mother with resentment. You can't respond to your mother with vitriol. You can't respond to your mother with hatred because that's re- that's really something that you've been taught that you're just supposed to idolize this woman. Right. But you do see her flaws. And that resentment usually manifests itself with the way that they deal with their significant other. Mm-hmm. So the things that I dislike in my mom, when I see them in you, I'm going to attack you because I could never attack the woman who's supposed to mean the most to me. Can we can we label that as things. a mother's complex? Because people always talk about women having daddy issues. Right. A lot of guys have mommy issues. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. A yeah. lot of guys. just talking about this, that whole thing. That's shit's real. It's, it's very real. real. <clears throat> and that's just with mothers who are there in the house. Then you have a whole another separate issue of those mothers who leave their children and yeah. 
that issue manifests itself really is is it seems like sometimes that's a little bit darker because it's not that often that the mothers leave and so when you're watching family members and friends and everybody has their mom and your mother left mm-hmm. it it can manifest its way it, itself very de- uh, dark in your uh, life wait okay hold on all right <coughs> get it together <laughs> it can manifest itself in a very dark way yeah it can, and that type of abandonment <clears throat> usually, because the way the society is set up, the mother is the person who's always supposed to be there for you, mm-hmm. that that lends itself to men, I think, having attachment issues with women, because it's like, if my mother could leave me, if my mother could betray me in this way, I don't feel like I can trust any other woman to not do the same thing. Right. And that puts you in a bad place. To walk into a relationship like that. And a lot of times, women get with guys not knowing the levels of, of issues that they have with mm-hmm. their mother. And um, and it really does affect the relationship in and a negative way. a lot way. of times, guys won't even admit it. I don't think a lot of times they recognize it Because then, that's again, them having to recognize flaws in their mother. Mm-hmm. And people, and, and they don't want to do that. I think a lot of times, women, as we get older, we recognize our mother's for the human beings that they are because we run into some of the same issues that we know that they were dealing with. And we understand, oh, okay, that might have been the stressor that she was dealing with when I was coming up that made her react that way Mm -mm. because we see ourselves going into that as well where a lot of times young boys aren't exposed to that. They're not exposed to the pressures of womanhood. They're not exposed to the emotions they're not exposed to the pressures. They're not exposed to the expectations. And so you put your mother on this pedestal, and in, in that way you're doing a disservice to yourself and to your mom. Once you recognize that your mother is a human being, that can be very liberating. It's very liberating, and it's one of the things that I took away from our conversation uh, when I moved out, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, was that she is a human, mm-hmm. and she made the best decisions uh, with the resources that she had um, to raise me the best way that she could, to raise C Major and, and our other sibling um, the best way that she could. Mm-hmm. So it's it's often uh, as you get older and you start to, like you said, face some of the same obstacles or, the same, uh, or at least parallel situations, you then can empathize. Yes, definitely. And, and say, oh, man, I... At the time, I didn't like the way she carried it, but I could see now that yeah. she had to do X, Y, Z when I, I really wanted it. her to do something else. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that we have to keep in mind that, you know, we love our mothers. You know, three of us do. And Ron, and Gerasmo, of course. <laughs> but we also, uh, we also identify that our mothers are humans. Mm-hmm. And with that, we respectfully celebrate them for the person that they are and not necessarily for the... I think I I celebrate my mother on Mother's Day for the fact that she stuck around, you know? Because mm-hmm. uh, if I was in the same shoes of, as her at that I age... I would have left you in the mountains. Well... Easy. <laughs> Easy. I would have left you smooth in the Appalachians. How would you get into the Appalachians? I would... We, we're taking a trip. 
I'm going to tell you that we're going to have a good time. You know what? I'm tired of this. <laughs> and I would smooth leave this, you out there. Janelle right. is a fucking mad scientist. <laughs> it's crazy. How do you come up with that? I'm just saying. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm big up in your mom for sticking with it. You... <laughs> and your mother stuck with five years of you being a complete a whole dick. regime. Like, you're, you're, you were a, a phallus. Just Whoa. an upright phallus. Wow. Upright. I was a hard throbbing phallus. <laughs> yes. That's what you're telling me. Exactly. Um, she had to walk past the being that was you to get through her day. She sidestepped shit. To okay. not upset you. Okay, okay, but we're we're not talking about me right now. Okay. We talking about you and why you celebrate your mother. <laughs> How about that? That's what we're getting into. Motherfucker. I mean, you had to you had to acknowledge that you that you celebrate the fact that she stuck around. I did. So we know what that means. Well, because she oh, was okay. young. And you were you. <laughs> you have a point. Okay. I'll 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 back down. Okay. Yes. But I do I do celebrate the fact that she stuck in there, she hung in there with all with all of us. Mm-hmm. And made a way for us when a lot of people in her position probably wouldn't have or might have turned to drugs Okay, for support. I really, I celebrate my mom because I really love that lady. And if I could choose to be in her life, like if she weren't my mother, I would definitely choose to be in her life on, on just a level of friendship. She's an amazing woman, but I'm not one of those people who feel like I owe my mother something for being my mother. Oh yeah, definitely. I don't, cause she was she was getting deed up, and so <laughs> she was a human. She, she was a human, and she enjoyed every bit of she loved what the it deed. took <laughs> for me and my brother to get here. That's, that's that love. Yeah, she was she she got her compensation. Oh, <laughs> exactly. She got plenty of special joy, and so special joy. Oh, so that part, you know, I hear people all the time. You know, I'm thankful that my mother had me. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, nah, you get no props for that, Missy. Oh, no. you you did that, and you had responsibilities. You took care of them. Yeah, yeah but hey, but that's about it. The that's bo- about it. She has a human body that works. Yeah. That's it. Bravo to her body. The sperm at the egg. <laughs> That's it. That kind of sounded harsh. Big ups to the body. Big, big ups, big ups, ups to, to her womb. You know what I mean? Like that part isn't the greatness. The, the greatness, greatness is the the woman that she is. Absolutely. Um, in spite of me spending five years being a phallus. <laughs> that that's the thing. You know what I mean? And uh and again, yeah, celebrate the that. Outside of everything else, whether she was my mother or not, she's an awesome human being. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you do anything for your grandmother on Mother's Day? Um, I do. I give her, you know, I send I send her cards all the time because she lives in another state. Um, and I always call her on Mother's Day because I acknowledge that there was a period in my life where she did serve in the role of my mother. Mm-hmm. Um, when my parents were dealing with their divorce, she stepped in and she let them handle that while she managed me and my brother. So for that, I I often, you know, I'll regard her on that day. I'm not, again, I'm not giving her props for, for spitting out my mom because <laughs> she, 
she was getting a D too. You know, special doing. <laughs> so, but I do appreciate the fact that she maintained the standard that me and my brother were accustomed to in raising us. Mm-hmm. While my parents really, they needed to focus on something else. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. It's good to have a supportive um, support system. You like that? Oh boy. To, to, to support you I knew it was coming I saw it in your eyes I'm like she's fresh out of words She is fresh out When you need that support Uh huh uh-huh. Sure do It's great to have a support system To support, to support you, you when you need that support When you're really in need of support Vocabulary by T. Greasy Hey You're gonna get one Every episode so love your mothers, man. Celebrate your mothers. Celebrate your mother. But if your mother's an asshole, I understand. And it, and, and and it's okay to acknowledge that as well. Your mom is human. Yeah, and it's absolutely. okay. If your mom's an asshole, if she didn't get you those Jordans when you wow. wanted them, okay. Uh, <laughs> that makes your mom an asshole. Well, she got- if she didn't get you them Jordans and she makes you hot dogs and and. Pork and beans, and she come in the house with steak. Wow. Then, yeah, that makes her an asshole. Kind of. Yeah, I can see that. I'm not saying, I'm not speaking from experience <laughs> or nothing. You sure? At all. You gripping that microphone. Yeah. <laughs> it has nothing to do with my mother. Your side, your side mic talk <laughs> is telling me quite otherwise. I like hot dogs. <laughs> that was your meal of choice. <laughs> I actually preferred hot dogs at that time. I told her that I was hungry for hot dogs. I wanted hot dogs. <laughs> but seriously, please take the time. Uh, prepare. You got a couple days from the time that you're hearing this. Oh, man. You got a couple days. Don't drag your fucking kids out the house with mixed match shoes, a fucking winter coat, pajama pants, and Ugg boots. Don't do that shit to your kids. Go yeah. go! You, this episode is gonna release early in the week. You got a, at least three, four days. days. Go man. after work. Go during lunch break. You you get work a good card. You work right around the corner from Rite Aid. Go in that motherfucker and get a good card. Don't wait till the day of and drag your kids, drag your cute but raggedy looking kids <laughs> yeah, yeah, into the man. Hallmark star store. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> To buy a, a fucked up ass teddy bear <laughs> and what's left of yeah. the Mother's Day cards. Don't give don't give the mother in your life the scraps. One thing know. I will say about Papa Neil is he was a pro <laughs> yeah. at this Mother's Day shit. He his church service was a lot earlier than ours, so he would go grab his uh, egg McMuffin, stop at you know one of the various street vendors on Mother's Day. Get that street get bear. that street bear. <laughs> And Street Roses, stop at the CVS on the way home, get us an appropriate card that said from us. <laughs> he left the kids smooth out of the equation. He, he, he got our signature game on point. Yeah. Signing hella Mother's Day cards. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he, 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 he did it like a, like a pro. He took it out of y'all and hands. Never, and never broke a sweat Mm-mm. at all. We just, we woke up and he... Get out of here, car in the car. And that's what we did. <laughs> that's exactly what we did. So your father's a bear. Because that wasn't English. I don't know what that was. <laughs> that was that was granddaddy. <laughs> that, was, that was Teddy Granddaddy. That Grand was Teddy Granddaddy. 
mothers who might be listening, happy Mother's Day. Absolutely. We honor you. All mothers. And we understand that you are human beings. Absolutely. And we understand that in any mistake or, or misstep that you have, you're doing what you can. You're doing what you what what you know you have to do. You're and doing stay a strong. job that not everybody can do. Not everybody can do it. And even if you have you have a good husband or a good father there or someone who's in the role of father in your house, you know, show them a little love too. Give them a little hug. Tell them thank you. And and really, you know what? I got it. I got something. Uh oh. Ask for what you want. Yes. Speak your mind. Speak your mind. It's your day. It is. Don't just ask for a break. Get what you want. Get specific. I made the mistake of not giving Gerasmo what she wanted. Don't do it again. I'm not going to do it again. This waffle. You can't slip. This waffle iron has served us a lot <laughs> the past few years. So when next time she asks for something, I'm going to get her something. Give listen to, to her. your listen to the mothers in your life. Get them what they want. Yeah. C major. Any other time Oh jeez Okay we gonna vamp it out What well, I'm supposed to beatbox now yeah. We don't know how Teddy Graham Teddy Graham <laughs> Teddy Graham Well either way I'm gonna take this time to say To our listeners um, First of all We love the support we've been getting Absolutely uh, Shout outs the, the Facebook page Has been getting a lot of love We got a lot of New likes last week Yeah uh, People have been telling Telling friends Please continue to share Please continue to listen Please continue to check us out. Um, feel free to to get with us. Talk to us. You can email us at reelsandfeels at gmail.com. That's R-E-A-L-S F-E-E-L-S. And now the music wants to come in while I'm talking real shit. So professional. Hit us up on Twitter. Yes. Reels and Feels. Hashtag Care Wolves. Hashtag Care Wolves, man. <laughs> and for those mothers who, who need that service, <laughs> all mothers, add us, hashtag, and then we're gonna send a wolf. We're gonna send a wolf to you. Absolutely, <laughs> it's our gift to you. All care wolves free on all mothers day. <laughs> Shout out the uh, big white guy. Oh yeah. We gotta give love to the listeners. Mac Demon is always on point. Mac Demon, uh, Dean Boyd. Yeah, always in there. T Boom, Big Cheese. Yeah. CJ the Genesis child. Yeah. Fucks with that dude. Yeah. Absolutely. We're trying to we're trying to give everybody love that gives us love back. Share your favorite episode with a buddy that has a crazy sense of, sense of humor like you and I. Who has reckless vocabulation. Like, like you and I. Like <laughs> you and I. <laughs> vocabulation is bananas oh on this. Boy. this. <laughs> Where was your bell, C-Baby? Yo, the bell was broke. I was too broke. busy laughing because <laughs> couldn't even maneuver. Uh, then they was coming back to back. So. Yeah, it was. We, we didn't give no breaks. Yeah. We didn't give any breaks. I'm using Teddy Graham Daddy <laughs> this week. I'm gonna say complex in a meeting. <laughs> That's gotta come back to life. I'm using listening as well. Listening is good. Yeah, I think I'm gonna put that. We're in gonna the come up with a definition for that. Listening, listening, listening. <laughs> See now, now I can't. You say can't it. say it. <laughs> Thank you for listening again, and. Uh, Shout outs to, to all of you And yeah. happy Mother's Day And we are currently listening to uh, MF Doom mix 
by the good homie Sway Moccasin featuring the homie Curious. Sway is uh, another part of the Brotherhood. Another part of the Brotherhood. Man, amazing. Big up to the Brotherhood, man. Absolutely. And the Carmen with Fire. Great shit, great shit. On Brothers.